brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hey folks, how you doing? Wayne S. Pierce. New West Radio Productions. Newbusradioproductions.weebly.com. Let's have an, an honest discussion. Can't we? Are we the type of people who, in, in, in so many ways, <laughs> in so many ways, are we the type of people that literally cannot stay out of other people's business. Let's discuss that, or I will discuss that. First of all, are we in high school or junior high? Stay out of other people's business. You don't need to be telling them anything. You just don't even, you know, it, it's, it's common sense. How much information do you want the other person to have? Let's start there. Social media. Did you know? Did you know that social media is, and, and everything that you type onto Facebook or wherever, Specifically, Facebook becomes theirs. Did you know that every picture becomes theirs that you share? I would recommend that if you share a picture of your family or an outing that you went to or some sort of event with you and your face in it or a friend of yours or whoever... You should put it in the uh, uh, image editor and put copyright, the year, and go from there. And legally, now I could be I I could be way off base here, but legally, if you put it on Facebook and you have a copyright on it, Facebook cannot use it at all without your permission especially when you put up there, cannot use without written permission by the owner of the picture, of the image. Nobody can use it. Now, can somebody take time to get all the watermarks out and everything? Well, of course. 
But why are they going to waste time when, you know, when there is a way to post that picture to where it cannot ever be saved or downloaded, whatever? You got to find that out. I don't know what that is. So you computer gurus probably know more about that than I do. So that's one aspect. Stay out of other people's business. The other aspect is getting in somebody's face in public and driving home the point that you're right and they're wrong and all this and the other thing. Hmm, sounds like a particular religious organization in the United States. Probably all of them, but anyway. If somebody were to say something about your yard, let's go there. Somebody says, you know, your neighbor says your tree limbs are hanging over in the yard, blah, blah, blah. Could you cut them? You know, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go on vacation. When I get back, that's the first thing I'll do. Okay, you know, time goes on, a couple of weeks, you're home, you know, whatever. And your neighbor goes, hey, you didn't cut those things. Uh, they're hanging over in my yard. And then he gets a little agitated. And it's like, yeah, I had to take the kids to school, you know. Life's this, blah, 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 you know, life happens, and so I'll get to it when I get to it. Over a period of another month, same thing, several times, neighbor says, hey, you know. The leaves, the, not the leaves, the limbs hanging over in your neighbor's yard is none of his damn business. He can be courteous, he can be kind, he can be gracious, and just wait until I get to cut them, <laughs> you know. And so I put myself in that position and that situation and that, you know, scenario that in terms of, you know, stuff like that, okay, just be calm and, you know, use use common sense. Just get up there either late at night or whatever, you know, or not late at night, but, you know, Get up there and take them out. Now, here is a problem. And I know this. I've seen this myself. And there's videos online as well. But I've seen this myself personally where neighbors would, you know, talk to the other neighbor. Limbs are hanging over. The neighbor just goes up and cuts the limbs off, you know, just takes a saw to it and just cuts them off. And, of course, you know, the person's pissed off that the neighbor cut the limbs off. And it's like, wait a minute, I was going to do that this weekend. I couldn't wait. I got tired of waiting. You know, that kind of thing. So there, go, there goes your friendly neighbor, you know. Um, mind your own damn business. Okay? Just, just, they're there. And... You know, stuff like this happens, and it's different scenarios, and it's office work, and it's this, and it's that. There's so many different things that people get themselves involved in, basically, you know, crossing the line of getting into somebody else's business that you have no reason to to get into. Spencer Hughes put up, what? 
a world we could all thrive in if people just minded their own effing business and stopped worrying about what everyone else is doing, unless it hurts us, and most of the stuff people preoccupy themselves with do not hurt us. I said, longing for utopia? (laughs) And he says, no, very easy to do. Just get one's nose out of their neighbor's business. And that's up on my page. And I understand how that works. I understand how that is. Am I in everybody's business? No. What, do I walk in the middle of a conversation that two people are having and go, yeah, what are you guys talking about? Maybe I have an answer. No, I don't. It's none of my damn business. What you do is what you do. It's nobody else's business. What I do is what I do. You know, don't even, you know, just walk on. (laughs) You know, because, again, in the beginning, I asked, are we in high school or junior high? Stay the hell out of every other, everybody's business. Just You don't have a reason to get in their business at all. Right? There was a famous uh, Hank Williams Jr. song entitled Mind Your Own Business. I suggest people listen to that. As a matter of fact, I may find the video and put the link in the show notes. But... Uh, here we are, here we are, and, and, and we're spending too much time telling others what they should and should not do, how they should and should not do it. You know, if you're in a relationship or a professional partnership or whatever, you come together and work things out, Okay. You do. You spend those moments and you think about it for yourself, saying, you know, thinking to yourself, like like I have many, many times, and I'm sure you have too. It's like, if I say this, are they going to accept it? Well, that's how we should think, but mostly we think, if I say this, they'll say this, and if they say this, I'll say this. We play this game in our head like the person's going to say whatever it is we're imagining they'll say. And nope, never happens that way and never will. Your sole business is to yourself. S-O-L-E. Your sole business is to yourself. Only manage yourself. You have no right to get into anybody else's you know, business whatsoever. I'm, I do have to tell you that being an actor, being on stage for many, many years and, and doing voice acting and all that, there's, there's two separate attitudes I have about this. And when I'm on stage, when I meet the crowd, when I do all that, it's fun. I'm, I'm jazzed and, you know, all the thank yous and the accolades and all that. And I go back, you know, (laughs) and, and I become a normal civilian again. It's great. It's wonderful because, you know, I've only had in my life of being an actor, I've only had a handful of people recognize me outside of the theater. You know, 
live theater, stage work, all that. You know, I've only had a few people, well, a handful of people really recognize me. And it's like, I'm not mobbed by paparazzi. I'm not mobbed by a whole bunch of people, but I, I have had that, you know, I've had people six months after I've done a show, they, they see me walking around and, Oh, you were in that show. Yeah. You know? So it's good to be recognized. It's really good. The other part of the attitude is this. When I'm out of the theater, when the show's over, closing night, boom, I'm out the back door. I'm back in civilian life. I just want to be alone. Okay? I just want to be alone. It's literally called decompression because you spend six to eight weeks rehearsing. You do three weeks of performances. You just, you want to decompress, you know, you just want to get away for a little while, you know, and you don't want anybody around you. Fortunately, I have some really good friends in, uh, in theater and they understand that. So, you know, I'm, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things. So if someone were to come to me right after the show and I'm all just kind of, starting to decompress and they say, Hey, you want to go to a cast party? Yeah, I'll go. Cause I've spent like two months with the cast. So it's like, <laughs> it's like, I'm not going to disrespect them or, you know, say, Oh no, I'm no, I no, I'm going to go have fun. And that literally, if you actors out there know anything about cast parties, you know, darn well, that's a great way to decompress. I don't recommend doing it alone. <laughs> I really don't, but, uh, it does happen, but, uh, it's, those are the attitudes. It's like, sometimes you just want to get away, you know? So the other thing is, and, and people understand that. So when you're a teacher or a truck driver or something, and you have, you've had a hard day, especially teachers, I have family members who were teachers and are teachers in school and they understand how you know frustrating it can be you know just to come home mind your own business don't get involved in anything else because you know if you're a teacher you know you got papers to grade and all that but you just have to take those moments and realize, don't call your friends and gossip about what went on. That could be, you know, you're an office worker or something, you know, whatever it may be. Don't do that. Because it's, none, number one, your life is nobody else's business. And they don't have a right to your life to find out all the good gossip and all that. No. People who gossip literally, I believe... Uh, they they fear what they don't understand about themselves, you know, and they're always hiding behind some sort of fake or false face to literally not show people who they truly are. And I think gossips, people who gossip and spread rumors are that type of people. Now, there's probably a whole bunch of other psychological terms for that, but it literally is, to me anyway, from my perspective, is the fact that they're afraid. 
They're afraid of showing their true self. As a matter of fact, some psychologists will tell you that people like that are vulnerable and they're scared. They're afraid to be vulnerable because they don't want to hurt. They don't want to get, uh, <laughs> they don't, their frustration is that no one is paying attention to them when they spread rumors or have gossip or whatever. And, and their frustration is no one pays attention to them. I've been around people like that. And it's, man, trying to, you know, <laughs> trying to spend a good, decent time with the friends of yours, you know, who are like that is, you know, very frustrating. You you call them up, hey, let's go to the park, let's do this. Let's do, oh, yeah, yeah. And all they want to do is spread gossip. And it's very frustrating to me. As a matter of fact, I don't like it. So I try to avoid it at all costs. But it happens. And why is that person, your friend, whoever that may be, getting into other people's business and then spreading rumors or <laughs> gossip around? Because they're scared. They're afraid of being vulnerable. They don't like it. So they have to... Uh, they, they have to identify with something else. But if you break them down, if you bring them into a room by, you know, you and your friends sit in a room by yourselves and you begin to talk really deeply and, and, you know, you tell your friend, I'm here for you and all this, you start getting emotional with your friend. It's happened to me where the friend just starts breaking down, crying and all that. And literally, it's because they're afraid. And like I said, there's other terms in a, you know, psychology for that. But it basically is they want to be the center of attention. So whatever dirt they have on everybody, anybody really, uh, they want to be the one that, hey, you know, I got this scoop here, you know, and it's like that kind of thing. So then they're very lonely and they're very, they're, they're afraid of being vulnerable. But when you sit down with them and just look right at them and say, here, you know, I'm going to tell you this. Yeah, pretty much they'll break down. <laughs> they'll break down. And you'll find that they won't get into anybody else's business, you know. The other types of people that I have been around, which I no longer hang out with, is people who basically I've been around friends many years ago. Oh, hell, it's been 20, I guess or over 20, where I'd be, you know, I'd be hanging out with them and, and, and you know, going to you know, karaoke or whatever, and we'd be sitting around a table, and I'd go, I'd just be listening to everybody, and then they'd, you know, engage with me in a conversation, and then as I'm speaking, somebody else will break in and interrupt that, and, and that kind of thing. So, you know, pump that up to about 3 or 4% more than that, or, you know, but people who interrupt others is my point. You're telling a story, you're giving your idea, you're putting forth this, your part of the conversation, but somebody else at the table interrupts you and finishes the, your conversation. These people I don't hang out with, I just don't, because, again, they're hiding something. Again, they want to be the center of attention. Again, they don't like the fact that people are not talking to them. Now, I could be missing something, and I 
could be far off base on these things, but I don't think I am. You, you've run into them, haven't you? So anyway, those are the types of people that need to stay out of everybody else's business. Those are the types of people that are around you every single day. Every day. And the other ones, not so much not minding their own business, but there's another group of people that I can talk about, but probably later in another podcast. And that is the ones that sit down and you're having a conversation. All of a sudden, they just start talking and they don't stop. You look at the clock and you think, okay, it's been 10 minutes and they're not done yet. Okay, I got their point. Yeah, I, I get where they're coming from. And Then you look again and it's been 20 minutes and you're like, geez, is this person going to run out of wind or something? <laughs> because they just keep going and going and going like the Energizer Bunny. So you have to stop what they're saying. And usually be nice about it. Like, I don't mean to interrupt you, you know, wait till they stop for a couple of seconds to catch their breath and just say, I don't, I, I don't want to interrupt you, but you know, I gotta, I gotta go or, you know, whatever you gotta do, right? These people I don't like, but I'll get into those. But you understand, I may not even talk about that later, but you, you understand. It's, it's amazing to me. And, and again, this is just my perspective. It's just my opinions of what I observe. And so I'm just sharing that with you in hopes that I'm, you know, helping in some way, shape, or form someone realize, you know, things that are going on. Um, the most positive thing that I can say is be yourself, but be passionate about that. Find those things in your life that really make you happy. I'm an actor. I'm a voice actor. I've done stage work. I'm a writer. I'm, you know, I haven't picked up my guitar in a couple of years, but I do play guitar. And, um, but those are the things I do and I love them. I love those things. I love writing and I love performing. Uh, I'm writing audio dramas now and I'm in one currently <laughs> from another company, but, uh, <clears throat> you know, so everybody needs, everybody needs to step back and just look at somebody else and say, is it really worth it to get into their business? Well, when it affects you or your family or your friends or your work colleagues, I'm going to tell you straight up no. It's not even worth the headaches. So if somebody, if you see two people in your warehouse arguing or whatever and talking all kinds of crap and they're, you know, yelling or, or talking so loudly near you and gossiping about somebody or whatever, you know, whatever it is, just walk away. Don't even say, hey, you know, <laughs> that offends. Don't, don't say a word. Just walk away if you can. It's so much easier <laughs> and, and you won't stress out so much. Um, 
I'm always looking for support for New West Radio Productions. So if you're a if you're a, a want to advertise on the network, I'm not out to break your advertising budget. So you might want to email me. I'll give you that here in a minute. NewWestRadioProductions.Weebly.com. NewWestRadioProductions.Weebly.com. Go there. There's three ways to uh, contribute to. New West Radio Productions and this podcast and other things that would help also with New West Radio Theater. That's who I write for. That's my other project that I do. Um, So if you want to advertise on the network, I'm not out to break your advertising budget. So please contact me. I'm very reasonable. Um, You can contact me at New West Radio Productions at gmail.com. New West Radio Productions at gmail.com. Also, I do voiceover, so I'm not out to break your budget on that either. So if you are, uh, you know, looking for someone to do a voice for you, I can do that. And I'm very reasonable there as well. Uh, so please contact me at newwestradioproductions at gmail.com. Newwestradioproductions at gmail.com. Folks, I hope I helped. I hope I, I hope I was positive with you all. So you guys rock, man. You guys are just awesome. Newwestradioproductions.weebly.com. And New West Radio Productions at gmail.com. Folks, I'll talk to y'all later. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.